Welcome to Grace in the Shadows. This is Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. Dr. Jonathan Beeler. We want to give a quick shout out to Pinson, Alabama. Y'all have just really jumped in and started listening to our show. We're so excited to have you. Thank you so much. Yes, yes, yes. They are near Birmingham. So, yeah. Awesome. And you can check us out at graceintheshadowsor.org. You can text or call 251-244-4645. Or you can email us at drjonathan at graceintheshadowsor.org. So, today we're doing another Israel update. Um, And we're going to talk about why that's important in a little bit. You want Mm -hmm. me to go ahead and share the news that I found? Okay. This was put out by NBC News about 27 or so minutes ago. So uh, some really sad information. So um, pretty sensitive. At least 1,200 Israelis, including 165 soldiers, have been killed and more than 2,700 injured. At least 1,100 people in Gaza have been killed and 5,000 injured, overwhelming hospitals and morgues. Israeli Mm. fighter jets have struck 450 targets in northern Gaza in 24 hours, leaving the streets unrecognizable in some places. Mm. At least, yeah, at at least 22 Americans have been killed. At least 17 are unaccounted for. Canadian, French, and Thai nationals are also among those confirmed killed or missing, along with nationals from several countries in Latin America. Between 100 and 150 people are estimated to have been taken hostage. Hamas has threatened to kill them if Israel hits Gaza civilians without warning. More than 260,000 people have now been displaced in Gaza, and fears grow as Israel's ground forces gather near the border. An IDF spokesman said that fighting will intensify and warned that scenes coming out of Gaza would be difficult to understand and cope with. Gaza's only power plant shut down after running out of fuel, cutting off services to hospitals and water and threatening to plunge civilians into darkness. Mm. And finally, uh, President Joe Biden condemned Hamas attacks as unadulterated evil, pledging continued support to Israel. Okay. Interesting enough here, and I'm going back to biblical prophecy, and, you know, in Ezekiel 38, and for that matter, the rest of Revelation, we don't hear much about Gaza or the West Bank or, for that matter, Palestine. Uh, And and my belief, uh, when we look at Psalm 83 that we talked about a couple days ago, I believe that Israel is going to demolish that whole area, that there will be little left of influence or power. Matter of fact, in Zephaniah 2.4, talks about Gaza specifically, if you'd read that. Sure, absolutely. Uh, Zephaniah 2.4, Gaza will be abandoned and Ashkelon left in ruins. At midday, Ashdod will be emptied and Ekron uprooted. So Gaza in the end times will be demolished. Right. And whoever's left, it won't be significant enough to cause any danger to Israel. Right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Um, Israel also says this, if Hezbollah is involved, which I am almost positive, uh, Israel will plummet or destroy Damascus, 
Damascus is the oldest city, one of the oldest cities, if not the oldest, in the planet. Wow. Read Isaiah 17.1, if you would. The burden of Damascus, behold, Damascus is taken away from being a city, and it shall be a ruinous heap. Yeah. So it says here in the end times, uh, between Zephaniah and Isaiah, both of these cities, Gaza, the area, and, and Damascus, will be abolished. Yeah. And I think this is opening these up right now. As a matter of fact, uh, yeah, some people may say, well, that happened in Isaiah's time. No, it never happened to Damascus. Mm -hmm. Damascus has always been uh, one of the oldest cities and well, well, uh, architecture and all that. And so it has never been destroyed. But in the end times, it will be. And I think we're in the end times. I do too. I do too. Right now, Hamas is being hammered. But if Hezbollah gets in there as a proxy of Iran, Iran, we're looking at a whole different animal. We're looking at the resurrection, in a sense, of the spirit of Haman. Haman was the one we talked about in Esther. That spirit, and he was from Persia, which is modern-day Iran, which wanted to wipe Israel off the map and destroy every men, women, and children. The spirit of Haman. Haman. Um, you know, as we look at this, it inevitably Hamas and Hezbollah are all in bed together. And I would say the Muslim spirit is a spirit of the spirit of Haman. Yeah. It's demonic. It's demonic. Yeah. Yeah. And in the end times, we we should expect this because Satan sees Israel and he sees God's promise to the Jews and God's promise that he would give the land to his people, that he would come and return with his church and reign there for a thousand years. And if that happens, that means he's, he, him and his buddies have a, have a very hot vacation that they're going to. Right. Mm. Yeah. So you, what do you think about this, Dr. Marley? You agree? You disagree? I agree. I agree. Um, and somebody posted uh, something on Facebook. Should I go ahead and read it? Yeah, go ahead. Let's hear okay. it. That was really good. A lot of people, we've heard a lot of people, people have said this to us and um, we've heard it, you know, on the news and things like that. What's the deal with Israel? Why does Israel matter? So uh, one of my Facebook friends uh, posted this, so I thought it was good. Did you know that the time clock of the return of Jesus Christ isn't based on America's timeline? It's based on what is happening in Israel. Did you know Jesus was a, wasn't a Christian? He was a Jew. He celebrated and kept the Jewish holy days and customs, as well as the Feast of the Lord. He didn't come to eradicate the Torah and writing of the prophets' Old Testaments. He came to fulfill the prophecies that were written in them. When Jesus returns, he isn't returning to the United States. The Bible says he's going to plant his foot down on the Mount of Olives and go through the Eastern Gate, which is currently sealed off with 16 feet of concrete. A cemetery was also placed in front of that gate because touching the dead makes a Jew considered unclean and unable to enter the temple, which is considered holy. The hmm. word of God says he will return there and from there he will rule and reign for a thousand years. The final battle isn't going to be on U.S. soil. It's going to be in the Valley of Megiddo, which he talked about 
Um, Armageddon. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In Israel, the Bible says, as the nations wage war against Israel, Jesus will come and destroy his enemies with the breath of his mouth. Second Thessalonians two eight. God did not replace the Jews with Christians, as some believe. We are actually grafted in with them, as you would graft a wild branch into an existing tree. We talked about that a couple Romans ago. 11. Mm-hmm. Right? The word of God says, when you touch Israel, you touch the apple of God's eye. Mm-hmm. Zechariah 2, 8. He that keeps Israel neither slumbers nor sleeps. The Lord is thy keeper. Psalm 121, 4. I will bless those that bless you, and I will curse those that curse you. Genesis 12, 3. We are all commanded to pray for the peace of Jerusalem in Psalm 122. Israel matters. Pray for Israel. That is dead on. That was a, that was, you nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. Powerful. If I, I, you know, people have to get ready. This, you know, I have family, friends, people out there. uh, If you're lost, if you don't know Jesus, get to know him. You know, uh, repent, put your trust in Jesus that he died for you. He was Jewish died for your sin and rose from the dead and that he's coming back. And I believe it's going to be very soon that he's going to snatch his church and uh, people left behind. Uh, there's no guarantee you're going to survive or you're even going to accept Christ during that seven year period. So do it now. Do it now. So please. do it now. Yes. It's, it's too long. Eternity's too long to be wrong. Right. Correct. All right. Well, we do appreciate you listening to these uh, podcasts about Israel. It's just really important to us because uh, we love God's word. We see prophecies being fulfilled. And we just feel like it's very important to share these things with you because it is truly prophecy being played out right before our eyes. And it helps us to remember that God can take your mess, turn to a message for his glory for your good. Thanks for listening, everybody. Goodbye.